Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we talk about the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 21, 21. of Podcast in Death. 21. You know what I thought about when I thought this was 21? We're legal. Legal. You're finally, we're finally legal. We're legal. We're yeah. legal. Cheers. <laughs> the podcast can drink. <laughs> uh, so I wasn't supposed uh, to be drinking before on the podcast? Um, no. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> um, we weren't supposed to, but we could. Yeah. Nobody checked our, our IDs or yeah. anything. So no. Fine. That's I right. got my um, key, so I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I thought about um, one of my sisters. I remember when she was 21 and um, she had a friend of hers. They were both 21. And her friend came over to my house and she had gotten for her birthday a, a, like a, a necklace that said 21, just had a 21 on it. Oh, she was wearing it. And my dad said, you know, like, oh, what does that mean, that 21? And this girl says to my dad, it means I'm twice as good as a 10 and then some. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> but that's a fantastic that's thing. I love it. That's so great. we're twice as good as a 10 and then some. We today on the podcast. Awesome. Awesome. So today we're going to talk about fan fiction and we're all really excited. <laughs> we are so excited. Because this is going to be crazy. a fun topic. <laughs> it is something else. We have it, thoughts. fan fiction. So many man. thoughts. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> fan fiction in general. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? How should we start? Should we go through like? Because uh, Tara, you said you had like history stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. Um. So yeah, can we just talk about like. Um, the types of fan, like our our own personal fan fiction history i guess so sure <laughs> when i was in junior high which was right before a couple years of we got our computer i think when i was a freshman in high school and um when i was in junior high my best friend and i were obsessed with the beatles and we well wrote, yeah we still well, are. I mean, we still are Let's <laughs> so, and we um Oh, can I tell you? Wait a minute. Let me break in right now and say my older brother actually saw the Beatles alive. Jealous. (laughs) He was was 10 years old and none of us thought about that until just recently when when he was talking about it. And we were like working it out in our heads. We were like, wait, you were 10? And he was like, "Uh, yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, 10. He went with his friend and his friend's mom took him. And we were all looking, all of us girls were looking at my mom going, we had to be 16 before we could go to the concert. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom's just shrugging like, "Mm, sorry. (laughs) Boys are different. Boys are not different. (laughs) Don't worry. So anyway, go ahead. um, Beatles. So, um, in like in sixth grade we would write each other notes back and forth we were on opposite ends of the school for our classes and aren't slowly we like it like turned into this thing where we would started writing fan fiction about the beatles it was really weird and probably completely inappropriate i don't even remember it's adorable it was so you know and (laughs) we just like tried to be like cute and funny or whatever well in seventh grade so this this is like it progressed in seventh grade we 
finally had one class together. We had a reading class together. And in that class, we read Arthur Conan Doyle's um, The Speckled Band and The Hound of the Baskervilles. And instead of like incorporating, instead of like doing something completely different, we continued our Beatles obsession and added Sherlock Holmes into our Beatles fan fiction. I completely legitimate, I think. And it was the best totally time. Totally legit. Absolutely. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, it was the best time. It was well, like yeah. the Beatles yeah. and Sherlock and, and Dr. Watson just solving crimes. You it need to find good. that fanfic and you need to send oh, it to yeah. us. So well, we here's the thing. It's like, it was in our, we would write notes. We had like this notebook that we would write in and like. That's what I'm saying. Had, Find it. Take it. <laughs> I, it I, I think Elaine took it. So Elaine moved to Florida then um, the summer before <laughs> uh, eighth grade. And like, then I like kind of got another one of my friends into Beatles fan fiction. It was ridiculous. Um, I, when in, in high school, I ran a Beatles fan fiction website. Wow. I don't oh know where any of that shit is. That's legit. <laughs> so that that was like my fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to this day, I believe that, you know, I've, I've tried to write other fan fiction. I have completed one in-depth fan fiction. Um, and I tried to write um, house fan fiction, castle fan fiction, and Harry Potter fan fiction. And none of that, like, even made it past, like, a couple paragraphs. Mm-hmm. If you like, there it is. Yeah. I have a recommendation for you later if you like house fan fiction. Yes, we will talk. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. on AO3, I'll just, you know. Well, she's it. actually not on AO3. She actually stopped writing quite a while ago, but she's on um, fanfic.net. That's fine, too. So, so okay. yeah, that's my kind of weird fanfiction background that started at 11. <laughs> 25 awesome. years later, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I'm actually not very dissimilar to you. I This makes me so happy. <laughs> because I remember writing what is a essentially a fan fiction-ish story when I was about 11. Um, but at that time, as you know, I was um, obsessed with Starskin Hutch. So my fan fiction story when I was 11 <laughs> had to do with... Starskin Hutch, and I think I was like adopted by one of them. It was very Mary Sueish. You know? Oh, that's beautiful. At eleven, I love it. And uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, who wouldn't want to be adopted by Starskin Hutch? Right? I mean, come yeah. on, yeah. And and just so you know, yeah. they weren't a gay couple or anything like that. No, <laughs> I wish it, you know. just bros. Oh no, guys, yes, there were there bros. was definitely gay fan fiction coming out of eleven year old Tara and eleven year old Lane. Oh yeah. Well, hey, you know, but it was like. That's cute fun. Gay. There was nothing. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think that started until we added in, fine. like, I don't think that was until we started adding in Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that we actually no. made real people. The right now is a Beatles and Sherlock orgy, and I'm just, I'm yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to that at all. I'm not opposed to it. I think that would be fantastic. Honestly, I'm I sure mean, they, they'd be having a good time. I'm just saying. I mean, absolutely. Bunch of so, geniuses. So after that, I don't know that I wrote any fan fiction. I remember writing a kind of fan fiction-ish story um, in high school because we had a, you know an English class and we had to write a short story. And mine ended up being kind of very, uh, was it fan fiction? I guess it was. It was based on, you know, because... By, by that time, I had gone to being a fan of Andy Gibb, 
Right. So it had to do with myself. It was like a, a romance, like little story, right? The reason you're getting HBO. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she sent me yeah. a link yesterday. To, they've got a BG's documentary coming out on HBO. Yes. I'm like, this is going to be so excited. Yeah. She's like, I'm, I'm so, so excited. I'm getting HBO. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch this. Yeah. I mean, Bee Gees, first of all, let me just say, they don't get enough credit. No, I agree with you. Um, Listen, I love that Sgt. Pepper movie. Sergeant, well, this, have you ever seen the Sergeant Pepper movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, multiple times, ah, and it's, it's horrific. So and I feel like I, it is. It's terrible, but it's so fun. Terrible. It's so fun. Oh, really? the soundtrack is amazing. Though. It is. It is. They do great work on that music. Uh huh. <laughs> and here's what people don't appreciate about the Bee Gees. If you were talking about Sergeant Pepper, and I'm like going to fangirl over the Bee Gees, but okay. when you're talking that's, about that's Sergeant Pepper, that's what we're here for. The story that I heard was that when they were recording that album, they were there the entire time, even when they weren't needed, and saying like, "Well, can we do uh, backing vocals for this? Can we do something for this? You know, what do you need for that?" Because they were just so into it. They hated the movie. They hated filming the movie. As soon as it started, they knew it was a mistake and they tried to get out of it. But um, they were like, they couldn't get out of it. So they had to do the movie contractually obligated. But awesome. The, the, the soundtrack was fantastic. I love that. No, I love the Bee Gees. Oh Plus, let me just say this. Here's the other reason why people discount the Bee Gees and why they should completely, you know, uh, shut their faces. Shut their faces. I love it. Here's, do you know the story of how the BG started? No. No, I, I might, but you're going to have to, you're not, I'm not as well versed in their history as you are. So, uh, when they were kids, uh, they used to go to the, at, at that time, it was in the fifties and they, uh, would have the double features at the, at the movie. Mm-hmm. And this was like, Barry was, uh, 10 and the twins were like eight. Sure. They would go to the double features. And uh, in this theater, the owner of the theater in between the features would allow the kids, if they wanted to, to get up and mime to a record to perform for the other kids. Right. Well, by that time, Bee Gees had already been singing together. They'd already done it. Right. Oh, sure. Without their parents knowing, they were just doing it because they thought it was fun. But they said to each other, like, we could do that. We could just get up and mime. That would be fun. So they asked the guy, can we do it next week? And the guy's like, sure. So uh, n- next week rolls around and they have their their record that they're going to sing to. And they're walking to the movie theater. And one of them drops the record and it shatters. Oh, no. Uh, well, Barry had his guitar with him because they were going to like mime with the guitar and the whole thing. And so they just said, well, we'll just get up and sing. We'll just get up and sing. And they did that. And the owner of the theater came up later and said, hey, I'll give you uh, enough money to get on the bus and go down to my other theater. Can you do that at my other theater? And they're like, sure. (laughs) They hopped on the bus, went down to the next theater, did it there. And the guy was like, cool. I know a guy that um, runs the racetrack uh, and he might need some entertainment in between races. And they're like, okay, all without their parents knowing what was going on. They didn't tell them (laughs) any. They had no idea. Oh my God. And they went down to this racetrack. Yeah. And they went down this racetrack and the guy was like, sure. Yeah. Go ahead and perform in between. And if people throw money, you can get that. And that's how you'll get paid. And how their mom found out about it was that they would, they kept coming home with like their 
jeans stuffed with like pennies. And sh- she was like, what is going on? You know, <laughs> what are you doing? And they tell her like we were singing down at the racetrack. And she's like, what? Oh my That's God, awesome. I love that. I love it. That's fantastic. And they have been performing ever since and started writing their own songs. You know, Barry Gibb was winning awards at 16 in Australia for his songwriting. That's amazing. So people don't give him enough. They don't. But anyway, we're talking about fan fiction. I think they are appreciated I agree with you. So we're talking about fan fiction. Yes. And I wrote this story in high school and it was starred Andy Gibb. Although I changed names to protect the innocent, as you know. And uh, the funny thing that happened was, so I turned it in and everything. And I was, I think it was in like ninth grade. So I wasn't very old, maybe 15. Anyway, the next day, the teacher called me out. I need to see you outside. And I was like, I'm in trouble or something. I don't know. We went outside and she looked at me and she was like, did you write the story? And I was like, yes. She was like, you're sure you, you wrote the story. And I was like, yeah. And she went, oh, okay. Well, it's very good. <laughs> that was <laughs> you it. Thought you plagiarized it or something? Yes. Oh my she God. I plagiarized it. And I was like, I, no, I wrote it. That's awesome. Uh, I didn't really do much. I didn't do any fan, but I was involved in a fan fiction community in, in high school. It was like, a, now see, that was before the, the internet or any of that stuff. There was a, a woman who was a Styx fan. Yes. And, um, you know, that was when <laughs> we're, we're really, we're getting really into that. Like this is, Oh, wait till I tell my story. Level stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they did, um, Kilroy was here, which is where Mr. Roboto came from. Oh uh, yes. And you know, Kilroy was here. That album was a, there was, there was a story album. It was, it was a rock opera essentially. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole storyline behind it. Mm-hmm. So there was this Styx uh, fan newsletter that this woman would put out and she wrote fan fiction uh, surrounding this whole story yeah. of, you know, Kilroy was here. That's kind of cool. It would send it out, you know. Yeah, I don't know where that woman is right now. I mean, she had this like, really elaborate story, you know. That's awesome. But I didn't write in that. I just got that newsletter. Fast forward to like, I don't know, late nineties. And I had seen the movie ever after and, uh, became a huge fan of Dougray Scott and found now, now we did have the internet and found online this ever after, uh, forum and joined this forum and people were writing fan fiction on this forum forever after. So, uh, at one point somebody had started a a story. She did the first chapter of a story and then said, I, you know, I just, this is an idea I have, but I don't have any, any, um, desire to go any further with this. So I asked her, is it okay if I picked it up? And, you know, and that was my first, technically my first fan fiction story, full story that I like wrote, start to not start to finish. She started it, but you know, all the way to the end. And, um, I didn't write any more until in death.net. Yeah. And, but I, you know, they had, that was a, uh, I want to say it's a, it was a huge community, but for that movie, I mean, who would have thought that ever after would spark this community of stories. And there were a couple dozen at least fan fiction stories around. Um, That's a great movie. And so it really is a good movie. I love that movie. And um, so when I started in death.net, that was something I knew was something that 
a fandom would need. Yeah. Fan fiction is huge. Uh, you know, I'd yeah. already experienced that a couple of times. I knew I wanted fan fiction on indeath.net. So, um, but, you know, somebody's got to start. So, <laughs> you know, so I thought, well, I'll write one, get the ball rolling, see if anybody else gets inspired yeah. to start writing. Your story's also. great. I love that story. Well, well thank you. Yeah, um, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, thank you. It was very good. You should know that when I looked up uh, Jen's story, Jen's story was actually in the top 10 of favorite stories yes. in death.net. But yeah, I mean, as, as soon as I did that, everybody else, yeah. everybody else jumped in. And then, you know, yeah. yours, yours, Jen came only a couple years later. Yeah. But, you know, that is my origin story for fan fiction. <laughs> your origin story <laughs> we're like the x-men we've got origin stories right yeah i didn't have a word for what i was doing back then but i guess yeah you could apply it because i right. had i was obsessed with i think we talked about this on the podcast or on the fan casting podcast the uh, with battlestar galactica the original mm-hmm. series right Yes. And so I wrote many, many fan fictions to change the ending for Apollo and his wife. So she didn't die. Oh, well, yeah. Because because I was very sad about that. Yeah. Like my 10 year old heart was like broken. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was ridiculous. You know, I had this diary and I wrote them all down and, you know, I did that whenever I was obsessed with a show or uh, (laughs) anything throughout the years. So I never really, you know, I never really, it was never really something I was super into, but yeah, it was always something just fun for me. Well then once I got into into the in-depth fandom and I was like, Oh, fan fiction, that's what that is. And I kind of knew Uh what it was from being around like the Harry Potter fandom because right around that time, fan fiction started blowing up. Right. Like big time. Um, yeah. You know, because that's when everybody was writing Harry Potter fan fiction. So much Harry Potter fan fiction. <laughs> Some of that shit is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'd go on to what, MuggleNet and all the other forums oh, yeah. and I'd be like, what is happening? I don't understand. <laughs> but I can't remember what forum it was. There was a forum that had a huge amount of fan fiction and it wasn't MuggleNet. It was a different one. Um, I don't. I think it's defunct now. I don't think it's around anymore. I think that there was actually mm-hmm. a Harry Potter fanfiction website. That might have been it. it literally HarryPotterFanfiction.com or something like that. Okay, yeah, maybe that was it. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, it was crazy. What so, I my my like two chapters that I ever finished of the Harry Potter fanfiction I ever did. I ended yeah. up on there. I never um, even attempted Harry Potter just because I don't know why I did. <laughs> I didn't. There was nothing for me. There was nothing left to tell. Um, I love the story as it is. I don't need to delve into it any farther. I mean, yeah, there's there's things that should be delved into for sure and discussed and other things. But I never felt any driving need to write anything for it because right. a lot of the original Harry Potter fan fiction was like changing the relationships of who ended up with who. And right. You yeah. Know, yeah. You know, and I was happy with I was happy with Hermione and Ron and. Harry and Jenny and you know all that good stuff so I never had any driving need for that Um, but yeah and then I got into in-depth.net and I don't even remember who goaded me into it Um, might have been Allie who yeah yeah that was happened to her I miss her she was great (laughs) Uh, (laughs) maybe she'll listen to this podcast but yeah she might have been the one that talked me into it because she had some stories I think Uh that she had written so, um, yeah, she talked me into it and I wrote Vacation in Death, which is 
it's so obviously got a Mary Sue in there, but I did not make myself well, eat yeah. Dallas. I made myself Baxter's wife. Right. <laughs> I mean, you just have to read it to see. I mean, it's it's me. Obviously. But um, so, yeah, there were a couple of there's a, we had a couple of. Uh, yeah. A couple sequels that AJ yeah. hasn't managed to dig out yet, but we'll we'll get those up on AO3 eventually and oh, we'll yeah. find them. Yeah, I was just telling these guys because like, I now I'm writing ER fan fiction because for the longest time there was no new ER fan fiction, but it's now on Hulu. So new fans are popping up and plus, you know, other actors are kind of doing their thing. And so there's kind of renewed interest in the mm-hmm. show and in the different characters. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been writing a little bit of that. So yeah, anybody who doesn't already know that that's listening, ha, surprise, that's my dirty little secret. I've been writing fan fiction. But um yeah, so so yeah, I was putting I was putting the the in-depth fan fiction that AJ happened to find on the old site up on AO3. So it's it's partially up. I will get the rest of it up sometime, either today or tomorrow. But yeah, I had to, in the summary, I had to apologize to my poor ER fiction followers because they're going to get a shit ton of uh, updates. Like, oh, Jen has added a new story and they're going to be like, wait, what? What? This isn't what I'm used to. not ER. And so I'm like, you know what? Read it anyway. You might like it. So yeah, no, it's just, and for me, writing is really good stress relief. Um, Yeah. You know, and so you kind of get into your into a space in your head that's not not the real world. <laughs> right. And I feel like it's that way with a lot of fan fiction writers. Mm-hmm. That yeah. it's just a stress reliever. Yeah. It's not anything for me, it's not something I'm looking to, you know, turn into a career Publish. or anything yeah. like that. It's just it's fun. It's fun for me and it's stress relieving and, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's fun to give people what they want because, you know, I've a good amount of followers that love it and I'll keep them. It's fun. Yeah. And that, and that's the other reason is you get that little dopamine hit. Yeah. Yeah. When somebody likes your stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I had put my, um, ever after fanfic up not too long ago on, uh, fan, uh, AO3. AO3. Okay. And, um, I've had several comments and they've all been very nice, but there one person in particular, I it was commenting like after every single chapter and the comments were just gold. Yeah, I, was, I love it. You know, I kept yeah. getting the, the, uh, emails and I would read the comment and I'd yeah. be like, God, I, I yeah. love this. It's really funny. There's a three of us that are super active in the ER fandom that are, um, that write for, a certain ship, I guess you'd call it. And mm-hmm. so like, we're always reading and commenting on each other's fix. And they're like, like, are we the only ones reading this? I'm like, no, other people comment too, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> like we encourage each other. And it's yeah. fun. But I like what they both do. Cause they do a lot of like AU stuff. Like, Oh, how could these two have gotten together sooner? Or like where my stuff is mostly either, Scenes from the show that weren't shown that we know kind of happened, but so for people that aren't familiar, just just we're gonna throw out these like 
acronyms or whatever. AU is alternate oh, universe. Alternate correct? universe, yeah. yeah. And my Ever After fan fiction was an AU as well because of the premise of the story was, you know, Ever After is a, uh, a Cinderella retelling. If, mm-hmm. if you're out there and you don't know, you've never seen it, it's a Cinderella un- retelling. And it's so good. So, watch it. It's really good. So the premise of this story was uh, that Cinderella's father never died. Would she have still gotten together with the prince? And so my story was just, you know, how that would have happened. Right. So it's an AU story. Mm-hmm. But if we're throwing out acronyms and if yeah, some people would be like, like shipping, I think you've already, you've already said How that you once shipping? and yes. people were probably like, which is liking a character with another character. Like, I mean, we all ship even Rourke, right? <laughs> shipping is short do. for, or shipping is short for relationship. What? Right. Yeah. Short for relationship. Yeah. And I like, you know, I like a good AU. They're kind of fun. They're, you know, yeah. a little off kilter yeah. and, you know, oh, what might have been, you know. Right. Now, when we had the the fan fiction on in death.net, we did have some very definite uh, rules, like things that we didn't allow. We did. Apart from those rules, uh, pretty much anything goes, right? Right. And, and the rules for us were mostly uh, we didn't want to see any rape scenes of right. main characters. Mate, yep, no rape. Uh, um, you he's know, been through no, enough. You do not no need killing to killing Eve off and making her and right. making your wife. Yeah, or um, Rourke. Yeah. No Mary Suing things, people. Um, right. Although I'm sure that happened. That it got biased. You know. Yeah, we were, we were all like, "What? Wait, no." Yeah, yeah. And the only other thing we had was uh, no um, slash, right? Which is um, same sex. And yeah. I'm not against that. Yeah. But uh, in general, in this fandom, in you know, this fandom, on- it, there's no room for it. Um, right. Yeah. You know, if we're we're sticking to canonical relationships, which we are because that's what we should be doing, especially right. in this fandom, I don't think changing up the relationships ever work in an in like it just doesn't work. But no, the right. characters who aren't in established relationships, if you tried to slash them i don't care because they're not important enough i'm right. sorry but like i mean yeah you know if if you want to do like a slash scene between Cher rio and nadine first like i'm not against it but it doesn't do anything for yeah. me. like I, I don't care right. enough i like those characters yeah. and if they uh, ended up in a relationship cool yeah but are we writing right. this series like are we yeah even Rourke like Rio is at best a recurring character you know mm-hmm. so just like I don't know and that was yeah. obviously my example but no, I'm just right no right. and I see where you're saying doesn't lend itself you know, to it I mean, and we did really kind of have an I mean if you wanted to write a story about just Peabody and McNabb or just Nadine and yeah that was fine it does you know mm-hmm. but um yeah I think you know and I think we probably would have been okay with something like that. Like, oh, Nadine and Rio fall in love. Yeah. You know, but it wouldn't have been. I think the main point of that rule was more, okay, Rourke and McNabb aren't going to all of a sudden be overcome with lust for each other. And, you know. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Each other. Yeah. I mean. And that, makes, and that makes sense. Like, it just, yeah. it, it just makes sense to 
make that as a rule Mm -hmm. to not invite that kind of thing because it I think in a in a fandom like Harry Potter because it's so widespread and these characters are so young and if you're gonna like AU them or you're gonna rearrange how that goes I'm not I'm I mean I don't I don't follow any of that but like I'm gonna be more accepting of things like that because you can still tell the story around it but yeah you know if you're still trying to tell a story about wizarding you know the wizarding world fine but like this is in death is about even Rourke like it's right you know I mean exactly it yeah that's kind of the point you know it's it was never it was never meant to like stifle anyone or even though we were pretty much the only platform that allowed in death fan fiction at the time that's the other thing, though. The The reason we had those restrictions also is because we were kind of like walking a fine line mm-hmm. because although at the time Nora had made a few comments that seemed to suggest that she was OK with fan fiction, mm-hmm. uh, places like fanfiction.net had a definite ban, had been definitely told to ban it. Yep. Yeah. Whether that was from Nora or one of her representatives, I don't know. I, right. I just know. I remember reading it that they had been told not to allow it. Right. And um, but on Adwolf, uh, she pretty much said that she was OK with it. Yeah, she did. As long as mm-hmm. on sites that allow it is what she said. Yeah. So we were just trying to be respectful, basically. Right. We were trying to be respectful. That's what it and, and walk that line of, you know, trying to stay within canon. Yeah. Uh, so that she would be cool with it all. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think her main point was, you know, don't be E.L. James. Don't write this story around my characters. And right. then all of a sudden decide you're going to sell it. Right. And change the names. I mean. Right. That's not you okay. Know. I'm sorry. I just, I have very strong feelings about that. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> See, I, I have mixed feelings about. Do that. you? I see. I think it. I, I do because on every level. You, you know. Um. So recently, I think I told you I had listened to the Faded Mates podcast, yeah. which I listened to. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Right. And they did a a whole episode about fan fiction, and they talked to Christina Lauren, who actually are two per- people. Sure who met on the Twilight fan fiction boards who were right. both writing fan, Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. And they wrote together and uh, they together, they wrote a Twilight fan fiction. That was one of the more popular ones after what was masters of the universe, which is now 50 shades right. of gray. And theirs was also very popular. Um, and I can't remember what they called it. Cause I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not in that fandom. Yeah, me either. Tara's <laughs> laughing. Yeah, I'm not laughing. <laughs> but their uh, fan fiction later on, they decided to go ahead and publish it. One of the reasons was because um, they, I, I can't remember now what they said, had they, if they had written other things uh, as Christina Lauren. And then, but they did definitely say, that at one point in time, they started getting uh, people they knew in the business contacting them and going, hey, um, this book came across my desk and it's definitely your fan fiction, but somebody else is trying to publish it as theirs. Oh my gosh. 
so that exists as well. And I didn't even That's realize okay that, either. but so they just decided we're going to have to, you know, do this ourselves. Uh, they repurposed it in order to sell it as a separate book. Right. Well, that's, um, that's what E.L. James did, too. Right. Exactly. They did the but, exact same thing. Yeah. But they didn't tell their um, their agent where the story had come from. OK. And then somebody had tried to publish the same story under their name. And they were like, we're going to have to say something. Yeah. So that somebody can work on this and we can be protected. Yeah. And um, so they had ended up telling their uh, their agent, like, look, uh, this story used to be a fan fiction story so that they could be ahead of it. But um, I you know, the thing is, when I looked it up, that's not uh, that's not any kind of copyright infringement. That's not illegal. Not. At all. I just feel like. I don't know the the writing. So it's it's a it's a really fine line. The writing of fan fiction technically is copyright infringement. I mean, bottom line. Yeah, sure. It really is. And it's up to the to the uh, authors themselves to decide whether or not they're going to act on that. Right. Once you take a fan fiction and decide to publish it, but so do, do what E.L. James did and change names. And really the situations were already changed. I mean, yeah. uh, Christian Gray and Anna are nothing like Edward and Bella, really. I mean, they're, they're, and it, I mean, in, si- in, like in Bella, their situation. What I understand. Bella was stupid. Well, yes. However, I mean, I'm talking about Sorry to their- any Twilight fans that are listening. <laughs> But I'm trying. I'm talking about the plot of the the, the whole book series, and you know what right. she did for a living, and and you know she's obviously not a high school girl, and right. you know I mean he he's uh, I think you know Christian Grace also a little partially based on Rourke personally could be I could be could be not I don't know, but there's any number of billionaire you know heroes from romance novels out there, so mm-hmm. right. Um, but once you get to that point where, you know, you've changed the names and now it's it, it's really your story. You've taken everything out. Nothing in Fifty Shades of Grey is taken directly from Twilight. It really is her True. own writing. I know. I just, it just bothers me. I just, I mean, I'm not saying that it's, you know, illegal or unethical even. I, it just bothers me. I just I think there's a fine line between because I think what fan fiction mostly does for people who are actually aspiring writers, it gives them somewhere to, to it's like a springboard, you know, like yeah. you don't have to create everything. The setting right. and the characters you can work with and you can work on your storytelling aspect, which like for me, I know that that's like not a strength of mine. Sure. You know, right. Um, as far as the storytelling. So like if I were to ever do something like that, it's, it's not going to be because of fan fiction, guys, because I am really good at interactions and that's it. Plots are bullshit. So um, creating characters is not a problem for me. However, yeah. like, I think that that's a, really, that's a really good place to like hone in on that skill. You don't have to worry about, you know, am I writing about... Yeah, you don't have to worry about... You know, I don't have to yeah. give them a backstory because they have it. I don't have to give them a setting because right. they have it. Right. I don't have to worry about how they interact. Instead, I can worry about how I create a plot, you know? So I right. I get it. Like, I see both sides of that. I think that if the published work doesn't look like fan fiction 
I don't see a problem with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Right. But I think I, that I, right. I think that I understand why it is frustrating and why people can see a problem with it. I mean, clearly, if it was obviously, if you couldn't read a story without knowing the other story that it comes from, yeah, right. you know, without having, uh, then I would say, like, absolutely not, you know, right. But if you're able to pick up a book without knowing, without knowing anything about the fandom where it come, came from, and and read it and have, and you know, still, uh, it has you know, a plot and it has all the backstory of its own and its own characters. I mean, you you essentially wrote that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, yeah. and, and really, when you think about it, how many people wrote vampires because they read Anne Rice? Yeah. And it's not fan fiction, but True. Anne Rice's books were the inspiration. Right for writing these other uh, vampire novels, right? True. You get inspiration and, and I mean, it's kind of the same thing. And nobody says like, well, wait a minute, you plagiarized me because you wrote a a vampire. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think it's plagiarized. I don't think it's plagiarism at all. Yeah. I don't think that's the issue. I just think, I don't know. It just seems shady to me, I guess. Yeah, and I understand that. You know, one of our members of indeath.net uh, that has been on this particular show, Judy Kentris. Judy. Yeah. used to write fan fiction at indeath.net. She and did indeed. She is now a writer on her own. And I was asking her what she thought about this. And <laughs> Walter. Walter. First of all, she called me Walter, and I'm not really sure why. But, <laughs> Judy. Uh, you know. Oh, gee. I, you can call me Walter, I suppose. I love it. She said she feels also that it's plagiarism, that the characters belong to the author. Even if you change the scenario, I wouldn't even attempt it, meaning to uh, publish a fan fiction story. Okay. The authors have every right to protest and even sue in that case. If I came across a fan fiction story and recognize my characters even though the scenario has changed you know i'd make it known that it was plagiarism it's my opinion the author is in the driver's seat i mean yes obviously it's plagiarism one 100 and nobody's nobody's arguing that it does come down to where the individual author falls on yeah. this issue and how much of an issue they want to make out of it Right. And whether or not they even should make an issue out of it, um, you could argue that it does harm. Um, there's a, apparently a big controversy. This is another fandom that I'm in, not into, but the Darkover fandom. Do you know anything about that? Mm-hmm. No, nothing about it. So there is a, a an author named Marion Zimmer Bradley, mm-hmm. and she writes... A, a series which they call the dark over series okay and what happened in that case is that uh there was a big fan fiction uh you know fandom around those books and her problem was she became involved in it mm-hmm. oh. um where she was even um helping to uh read some of the fan fictions that would go into like a the uh, newsletter that would go out to all the members of this community. Okay, uh, and 
uh, all of this kind of stuff. But she was very involved in it and she read those fan fiction. And the problem that happened was she went to uh, write the next story in her series. And, uh, and I apologize if somebody else out there knows more about this than I do. Let me know. But this is I'm, I'm going from what I read, what I can remember in my head. She went to write the next story in the series and she had kind of outlined the plot for herself and had started the process, but hadn't gotten very far, but did what a lot of authors do, which is she kind of like let her fans know, okay, hey, you know, next book is coming out. It's going to be about this character and it's going to be about this kind of backstory that we all know about because we're, we're all into this, right? right. <laughs> and in between her announcing that and um, while she was outlining and starting to write, one of the fans wrote a fan fiction and sent it into her uh, to read, which she was doing on a regular basis for other fan fictions. Hmm. And here's where the story kind of deviates because the, the fan who wrote the fan fiction said, or is saying she read uh, the author read this story and then came to her and said, Hey, uh, would you mind if I use parts of it and I'll pay you like $500 and mention you in the beginning of the book? Oh. And the person said, I don't think 500 is enough if you're going to use my stuff. And so there was a big uh, legal battle that went on. And mm -hmm. um, of course, the author is saying like, oh, no, I, I had already started writing this and I just read this person's fan fiction and without any any thought to put it into the story. But now that I read it, I can't write the story because now everybody will say that I stole from this person. Right. And now there's a whole Oof. book that I was planning that now can't be published. And, you know, and that's kind of on her for getting involved in that to begin with. Frankly. Right. I mean, right. it's just. You know, I do think that there are some fans out there that kind of get a big head and they think that the author has written something that they or has stolen something that they read that they yeah. wrote. Ooh. I've seen that right. accusation, which is it's ridiculous. Most authors aren't out there reading fan fiction for your for right. their stuff. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, yeah they don't yeah. have time for that. <laughs> no, in this, exactly. in this case, though, it's a little dicier. It's because, dicey this you know, time. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I, you know, I think that's on her for getting involved in that, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, in that fan fiction. It's one thing to get involved in the fandom, you know, like Nora used to or kind of still does. But to get involved in fan fiction is never a good idea. I mean, you're going to get those accusations because there are people that think that they're better than the author at what they do. Right. So that's why a lot of authors say that they just completely stay out of yeah. fan fiction. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> which is I I, what I, you know, 100%. Yes, they should all stay out of fan fiction. And but the, the question is, should they care about it? Should they stop people from doing it? You know, I don't um, I mean, I guess it's up to the individual, I would yeah. say. I mean, because, but. I mean, ultimately, we really only told half the story of what happened on indeath.net. I mean, the other half yeah. of the story is um, we kind of got lax in, in uh, kind of policing the stories. Yeah. And a couple got through that we probably should have rejected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they got through. Yeah. 
and um, well, somebody else. Part of that, and let's add a caveat here. Part of that was um, one of our moderators, Nancy, was the one that was doing it. Mm-hmm. And she was very sick at the time. Right. And yeah. so it was, you mm-hmm. know, we had good reason for that to happen. Um, right. You know, right. It wasn't anything. It was just, it was kind of just a thing. It was just a thing. I mean, it wasn't any, it wasn't anybody's fault. Yeah, no. Um, but what ultimately ended up happening was somebody read it and notified Nora, who then contacted indeath.net and said, this is unacceptable. Yeah. And I need you to stop publishing uh, fan fictions on the site. Right. Which I had already said from the very beginning, I said, if Nora ever came to me and said, stop putting fan fiction up on the site, I would do it. Right. Yeah. And um, so as soon as she said that, we stopped all, we stopped the fan fiction writing. The ones that were already up. We left. We kept up. Yeah. Until the site, you know, finally was shut down. Right. Um, but I, you know, I have to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, you know, I have utmost respect for Nora and Mm -hmm. however, the truth of the matter is people just went to AO3. Yeah. 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 And other, and, and that's what I said at the time. Honestly, if people, they're, they're just going to tell you to fuck off if you try and shut them down. That's what, that's how they roll. I mean. Yeah. That's the entire point of AO3 is this is our space for fandom and, you know, don't tell us what to do. And I think what a lot of authors don't realize is that for Nora anyway, uh, as an example, you shut indeath.net down and everybody goes to AO3. And if you happen to shut AO3 down, if you happen to get in there and say, and and they went, okay, we'll take it all down. It would go someplace else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not going to stop. No, I mean, people would email each other no. if they had to. I mean, yeah. it, that's just how it is. That's a nature of fan fiction or yeah. fandoms and, and in general, it's yeah. not going to stop it. And and I understand like, well, that doesn't mean I shouldn't try, but you know, yeah. but for what, for yeah. what, why, what's the point? You're not really, I mean, I understand this story that I told about the dark over uh, fandom. I understand her, her line of logic there. She ended up mm-hmm. having, having a book that she couldn't release. Right. And that's her livelihood. Yeah. And you're cutting into her livelihood now. Yeah. There's nothing that you or I or anybody in the fandom can do to cut into Nora's livelihood. It's just never going to happen. And none of us are going to do that. None of us want to. None of us want to. What I mean, this is like I said earlier, this is all for fun for most of us. Right. You know, there's people, we have people like Judy, but Everything Judy has ever written has no similarity to Nora whatsoever. Right. I mean, her writing style is completely different. Her characters are completely different. She's not Nora. And she doesn't try to be. Right. You know, she just kind of cut her teeth writing even work fan fiction. Um, Right. You know, so didn't Kathy publish as well? Yes. Yeah. So we had a couple of published authors that did fan fiction on InDepth.net that. Yeah you know, went on to actually be published with their own work. They yeah. aren't trying to take Nora's work. They're not trying to say, you know, I'm as good as Nora. They're just, they were having fun and kind of learning and doing their own thing. And and now their other work is, and that's what it boils down to. Yes, really. it's mostly harmless fun. And when it yeah. gets to that point where somebody is uh, trying to publish 
and in that story and make money off it, then I then see that's, then that's 100% step in there. Wasn't there some sort of like somebody had written like a big anthology that was supposedly J.D. Robb. There was a there was a thing. It had nothing to do with fan fiction, but it was there was like it was on it was on Amazon as there's a ton on Amazon that are like, um, you know, a, a book of the the in-depth series in in order, a list of the of the books. in oh, order. No, no, like no. This can- was an actual book that. You know, I, I've seen it. For, and it first came up, I think, on Adwoth. Um, huh. People are like, what is this? And Nora's right. like, um, I don't know. <laughs> you know, yeah. because it was, it said it was J.D. Robb. And it was, um, you know, it was a short story in this book. And it was a ton of other authors. And who knows if it, I, you know, it was nobody else I'd ever heard of. But, you know, who knows right. if it was even them. So, yeah, I think that yeah, was I mean, thing. I, I, I obviously, you know, that is wrong and you should stop that. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> that, that should be stopped. But um, as far as fan fiction goes, yeah. you have to accept it. Yeah, you <laughs> just got it. I mean, like, people are going to do it. And the thing is, I mean, not to disparage anyone or to knock anybody or this fandom down. You go on AO3, there's literally like, 25 in death picks. It's not huge. It's not no, something no. that people are writing all the time. Like you yeah. look for Harry Potter fan fiction, you're going to get a million. Yeah. 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 You know? And so what, what's the big deal is my question, yeah. you know, just let people yeah. have their fun and read what they want to read. And it's not like they're not going to buy the actual books because they're reading yeah. fan fiction. I mean, right. You know, and then people are going to go, oh, this story is better than what right. Nora wrote. I'm just going to read the fan fiction. Like, no, yeah, that that's never going to happen. No. And and we're writing this because we're such huge fans of, right. of exactly. Nora. Exactly. Or any other author. Yeah. And, it, you know, I mean, it's uh, so, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I don't know what more to say about it. It's just, I, I just really feel like if you're an author, I mean, because I can guarantee you, um, Anne Rice is... <laughs> really known for cracking down on fan fiction. Oh yeah. Big time. yeah. I guarantee you there's Anne Rice fan fiction out there. Oh, yeah. guarantee it. Guaranteed. I had to look on AO3 and see if it's there. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, I mean, you end up, yeah, I think you, you're going to end up creating some, uh, maybe, I don't know what the word I'm trying You you might end up creating animosity toward your work just by being so, militant about it yeah right you know? yeah i agree with that and i'm not saying like totally you know yeah 100 i write that fan fiction between rourke and uh, mcnab that passionate <laughs> love scene that they had over a motherboard one evening at, i don't know <laughs> it's a fan fiction writing itself. I feel like at this point, um, so I'm but, literally, I'm checking out AO3 right here. There are, let me see. There are over 50 pages of vampire Chronicles fan fiction. Yes. So she didn't stop it. Will. She didn't stop it. It's just, it just <laughs> continues. So, I, you know, again, I'm not saying don't be diligent for for to look for things that actually are plagiarism that people that are actually trying to make money off of your work. 
Right. 100% go out, go after those people. And I am fully in your corner. Yep, in your corner, 100%. You know? Yeah. But to go after people that are just writing fanfics just because it's fun yeah. and, and never expect to ever profit off them. It, it's just, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. No. As yeah. much as I love Nora and respect Nora. And I know it sounds like sometimes that I don't, but I absolutely do. I 100% respect Nora and I, and I just love her. I love her work. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, calm down, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes you just yeah. need to say, like, dude, calm, calm, down. calm down. Yeah, I feel like she needs, yeah, she, she needs to take a breath every now and then. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's, just let it's something fine. go. <laughs> let, let it go. Let, I, I, you know, I, this, I feel like I want to bring Caitlin in here to, let, to sing Let It Go. Sing you, Let but, It Go, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe some and, other you know, time. Like we said, other than like the few times that we did let a few things get through, we never right. had anybody like killing off main characters. We didn't have, again, we didn't no. have any rape scenes. Most we of did. it were, well, no, we did. I mean, technically. Yeah. There was one, uh, one of the ones that, that people objected to um, had a scene in there where, I mean, this story was about... Uh, and this is kind of a spoiler for some of you out there who haven't gotten to uh, innocent in death yet. So you may want to skip ahead here. Um, so there, somebody had written a story where Magdalena had come back um, and uh, had somehow taken Rourke hostage. Oh, yeah. And tied him up. I remember and that. Forced oral sex on him. Yes, I remember that. Yep. Um. And that, you know, I mean, technically that is rape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not technically. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And so that was one of the stories that had gotten past us. And I think we took it down right away once we realized it was there. Yeah. Um, And I feel like that's perfectly legitimate to say like this story, I, you know, take it down. Take it down. I I don't care for that. Yeah. But not like every single thing. Yeah. Every single story on here, take it down. Right. I, I just don't see it. But um, but absolutely, that kind of thing. But again, I mean, uh, that person's story is probably out there someplace still. Floating around and she's e- emailing it to people or she's posted it in her own website. Right. Or she's, you know. Yeah. And it's someplace that we don't know about and people are still out there reading it. And, and you know, and uh, so... Uh, you can say all you want, like, well, you know, I mean, I'm going to just really shut down fan fiction, but it's... No, it doesn't. It shouldn't be yeah. shut down, I don't think. And I just, yeah. Yeah, that whole thing was just, I think it was kind of a, you know, oh, one person screwed up, so you all screwed up and yeah. take it all type of thing. And it's just like, you know, it was kind of a kind of a little bit of a power move where it was like, oh, we've been letting you do this, but now a line's been crossed and that's not OK. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I just thought the whole thing was kind of silly. But and again, I totally understand the I, the argument of, well, these are my stories and no, I, I should get be it. able to say. I, no. And I yeah, you, you should I be do. able to say, but I'm just saying, like, you can say all you want. It's still right. going to be out there. <laughs> You know, yeah. whether yeah. it's our site or somebody else's site, right. it's going to be out yeah. there. You're not yeah. wrong. So I don't know. Maybe we should. Which, where should we go from here? Because, uh, Jen, did you read a couple of uh, in-depth fan fictions? I read a couple. Review? Um, yes. Okay. My main thing with fan fiction is, and we, we talked about this already, or you and I did and Tara. Um, <laughs> if you're going to write 
characters that somebody else has already created. Write them in fucking character. Right. Please do not change their entire personality to suit your own ends. 100% agree. It pisses me off. It pisses other readers off. Nobody likes that. Why do you do it? What? Because right. if you're not using the characters the right way, why are you writing this fan fiction? In right. this place? Like, yes. you know, I'll give you an example because it's actually the reason I wanted to kind of do this podcast because I was so irritated. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, in the ER fan fiction world, there was this new fic that popped up and she had Luca cheating on Abby for years with this character that was kind of a throwaway character on the show. Um, but who I loved, I love that character. And honestly, if him and Abby had never gotten together, I would have loved it if they had ended up together. But he never saw her again after like season 10. But all of that a sudden, you know. he's been fucking her behind her behind his wife's back for the last 15 years. Yeah. No, no, because that's not his character this character lost his wife and children in the war in Croatia and spent 10 seasons trying to find love and family again. And he found that. Right. And he never once cheated on anyone in the entire run of the series. If he was in a, if he was in a relationship, he committed. Everybody else cheated on everybody else, but he never did. Right. Don't tell me that all of a sudden, because you want to hook Abby up with a different character, that this has been happening. You just can't. It right. doesn't work. Yeah. That's so out of character. And, you know, if you want to break them up, break them up. There's plenty of reasons they would break up. <laughs> the most angsty relationship of all time. But it wouldn't be for that reason. You know, she's an alcoholic. Maybe she relapsed and did something really bad. You know, she there's all kinds of things that they she could have done. But no, just because you don't like the character, don't make the character out of character. And I feel like that's what happens in any fan fiction a lot of times. And that's what I kind of saw a little bit in the few in-depth ones that I read. <laughs> um, right. There were some longer ones that I will fully admit that I that looked really interesting, but they were so long that I didn't want to get started on them because I really didn't have a lot of time. And right. I get sucked into fan fiction so easily. That <laughs> 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 like, okay, if I start this, I'm screwed. Um, but there were a couple short ones that I was just like, mm, yeah, no, that would never happen. Right. And, you know, and e both Eve and Rourke. And, you know, we had, there are a couple that are like alternate couplings, I guess you would say. Like there's a couple of um, even Morris fix out there. Yeah, I saw that. Well, yeah. And a couple of them, one, there's only one that is you know, kind of takes place now. The other ones are all pre-Rourke. Okay. So I and guess that's perfectly fine. That's fine. But it's just kind of funny because I mean, really, that, that's never come up in the three years we've known these characters, but you right. know. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's fun to kind of imagine stuff like that. But um, yeah. So yeah. And that's fine. I mean, I could, I can totally see that. I, you know, Eve is not mm -hmm. cheating on Rourke. Rourke is not cheating on Eve. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but and yeah. yeah, and like you said, you know, don't have Eve going to the nail salon and enjoying it. <laughs> you can take her to the nail salon, but she's not going to enjoy it. No, you know, no. It's so, so random. Yeah, so I, will, I will say that on the on the old site, there were 
I so I I like browse through all of the ones on archive of our own, and I felt like most of first of all a large majority of them were incomplete. So fuck yeah, fuck them. yeah, which is another <laughs> major mine. But the ones right. I I kind of like browse through them, and they all seem to be fairly mild. Um, yeah, if I think there was like one with the, to, that like a tag of explicit, and it was yeah, yeah I read that and Fine. yeah. <laughs> I feel like the the fan fiction, some of the fan fiction that was like on the site in the past was very angsty. I think angst was a really right. huge like it was just just a, a huge focal point. Yeah. Previously. Yeah. And I feel like the stuff on here is not which is wonderful. Um not yeah. that I don't like angst. I, I appreciate a good mix of everything. But there was like right. mega angst. I was like, "This is too much." Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not. yeah. Uh, I do recall. I mean, talking about writing characters as they actually are. Um, I do recall one story because I'll, I'll be honest with all of you out there. Like, uh, I don't really read fan fiction. <laughs> okay. I tend to not care for it. You know, because I'm just the type that type of person that I would I will obsess about every little detail. Like you didn't write this right. And you didn't. This person doesn't sound. This dialogue is not. This person doesn't sound that way in the books. You right. know. So there was one fan fiction that was written on the site. I remember that had, and I think it was Baxter. And we know how Baxter is. I mean, Baxter is you know, a typical New York cop. And he yeah. sounds like it in the stories. And she had him, you know, oh, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And, you know, stuff like that. And I was like, I and I had, and I sent her a message like, you know, um, that's, it, you know, it's a good story. But I mean, Baxter didn't sound this way. Like, I yeah. mean, he sounds like an old Southern gentleman. Right. You know? And the person sent me any, uh, a message back and basically said, that's how I write characters. Okay. okay well fine but right. then it's not the character not the character you yeah. know i mean you're gonna do fan fiction write the character as write as the character they are as i mean you've read is. these stories so many times you should know how baxter talks yeah. right. you know uh, yeah it's <laughs> yeah but i actually yeah i wrote a i wrote a one shot actually not too long ago uh thick lit um because i have a whole thick full of them um with another character who i despise okay like this out of 15 seasons of er i hate this character with every fiber of my being every time i rewatch it i'm like i am gonna find a reason to like sam this time because you're supposed to like her you're supposed to she's supposed <laughs> to be one of the you know main antagonists or protagonists in the series i fucking hate her i just can't I even love the actress. The actress is one of my favorites, Linda Cardellini. You know who that right. is. Mm -hmm. But I cannot stand that character. And anyway, so I wrote this one shot that's partially from her perspective. And one of the other girls was like, I can't believe how well you wrote Sam. She's like, you fucking hate her. <laughs> and I was like, but I understand her character. I just hate who she is as a character. So because she's a spoiled brat who never takes any responsibility for her own actions and she needs to be smacked across the face. But that's a whole <laughs> other issue. And I, you know, I understand that people are people that write fan fiction are, you know, 
amateurs, amateur yeah. writers. We all are, right. you know, that write fan fiction. I mean, most of us anyway. But um, and so you don't have that. You don't have that experience to be able to write in a in a way that you know. So you can't be too hard on people. But right. that's the exact reason why I don't read fan fiction right. because I it it just bugs me when somebody like Eve is talking not like Eve and I'm like she right. wouldn't say that wouldn't you know say that. yeah and or Rourke is talking like and sounds like he's from New York and it's like he's Irish right I'm Irish you know <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying I, I it just it just bothers me it just I can't yeah, I can't I enjoy we, it when we were doing one of the anniversary ones I think I had Rourke drinking something that was like Sam Adams or something and you lost how your dare you you lost your <laughs> shit over that you were like what is the matter with you? He would not drink Sam Adams. Yeah, he would drink Kenneth. Blah, blah, blah. I, I was Look, just like, dude, it's a fucking beer. If, Come out. If somebody, <laughs> yeah, because I am that way. <laughs> Look, if somebody brings it was a so, cooler. I, I don't remember that. It was so funny. I was just like so taken aback. I'm like, if, what's the big deal? It's a like beer. It's one beer in his entire lifetime. Yeah. Look, if somebody brings a cooler of Sam Adams to a barbecue, Rourke is actually is she's going to grab that Sam Adams. But if he goes to a bar and orders something, he ain't going to order a Sam Adams. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, he's going to order a Guinness, but um, and he may not order a Guinness. I mean, it may order a harp. I don't know. But I'm just saying it was just it was just really funny. (laughs) (laughs) You were like legit. Like, what is wrong with you? That's why I don't read. That's why I can't read fan fiction because oh, I will obsess it. about those details. I will write it for you all day long if you want, but I cannot read it. Oh, so the other random thing from that seems to, I saw it in a few of these fictions was trying to write about even Rourke's children. And then they're like all grown up. Right. Yeah. And they're of course detectives too. Yep. And again, like I appreciate that's what you foresee happening. And I think that, you know, the only way we're gonna get children talk is his information. Yeah. But like I'm just not interested in reading that. Yeah. And they all they're all the same too. They're all okay, the girl looks like, you know, Eve but has work's eyes, or you know, vice versa. And it's just like Right. Really? Yeah. Kids don't look exactly like their parents that and they're, way. They're all, well, some, <laughs> I mean, do. some do. Some do, for sure. They but, are always detectives. <laughs> yeah, they're always detectives. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yep, they are. Yeah. They're always mm. detectives. Why is that? I don't know. I mean... I would think, like, kids would want to, you know, they would want to have them, you know, do something else. There's the I don't, other thing, right. not that their they're kids would experience but they have, they're the richest people in the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, Rourke can send them off to whatever university to study whatever the fuck they want. And right. They right. To be detectives yeah. and go through the police again. Again, like, maybe if there was, yeah. like, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not saying that that wouldn't happen, obviously, but it's just as, like, yeah, but that's so tired. I don't know. Yeah. I right. I, yeah, I yeah, I'm with you. I just, I, you know, there was a cup. There were a couple of future kids fanfics on in Death.net too, and I just was always just kind of rolling my eyes through them. Like, really, 
Because really, it's about see, in in death is about even Rourke, yeah. right? And um, I will say that if I if I read fan fiction, which I don't because it irritates me, as I've said before, um, and I'm sure you all are fantastic fan fiction writers. I want to say that up front. I'm sure you're great at it. I, I'm sure you're all fantastic at it. I just, I just personally I can't you. do that I to myself. You. I get you. Um, and I, but I, so the only way that I would want to read an in-depth story that is about even Rourke's kids is if even Rourke themselves were very much involved in the story. Mm-hmm. Because what I what, what I would want to see, not necessarily even Rourke's kids, I want to see even Rourke as parents. Right. Yeah. I want to see. I'm going to put this out there, and the, if it hasn't happened already, I'm just going to put it out there in the ether somewhere. I want to see even Rourke's one of even Rourke's kids, maybe even the girl. Who knows? Like like you know, on a little league hockey team, and she has and she's coaching. Or she goes to the game. I want to see her at a game. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yes. I want to see her at a PTA meeting. Or a parent-teacher conference. I kind of work at a PTA meeting. Rourke at a PTA Holy meeting. Holy shit. Honestly. Like, I or a parent-teacher conference. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want it. That's the only way I want to see their kids. I want to see them navigating parenthood. Parenthood. Yes. Agreed. Because the stories are about them. They're not about other people. I don't right. care. Like we've already said that. I don't really care about yeah. even their kids. I, I don't, don't care yeah. unless I'm seeing even Rourke being parents to those kids or even right. grown up kids. Like even Rourke being, you know, frustrated by something their kids are doing <laughs> as grown ups. You know, right? Yeah, right. yeah. Right. Like, oh my God, why the hell is this kid an actor when I wanted him to go into police work? <laughs> you know, right? Honestly, or, I want to. I want to read the the stories of Eve dealing with her children not being detectives. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, what else? Yeah. There's really nothing else I would want to see my kids do. You know, because I feel like that's right. what you would want her kids to do, and they'd be like, "Yeah, right. no." Right. I'm sorry, mom. You like You're a doctor? What? Fucking dangerous. Yeah. I hate doctors. Oh, right. Doctor. Oh, yes. One of even worse kids becoming a doctor would be amazing. And Absolutely. Eve dealing with that is 100% what I want to see. That's on, that, yeah. that I'm down for. Put it on yeah. a storyboard, somebody. And, and again, Eve and even Rourke's kids and Peabody and McNabb's kids on the same hockey team and McNabb's the coach. Oh my God. And he's having to deal with that. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Uh, in that a fan fiction. Awesome. Let's just put it out. Let's put, let's just put our, our ideas out there. What we want to see in fan fiction yep, and see please. if it happens. And see what we can get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you all, we're trying to inspire you all to write. Let's do it. And write well. I mean, write Eve as she talks, man, and use yes, the, the f word. And never say fuck. Do people no. do, do people use that word in this series? I don't. <laughs> I never saw it before. Not no, before but it, there's thought. always a first time. Yep, Tara. will be your fan fiction. <laughs> I've never seen it in the series ever. But honestly, like Eve and the way she talks is like one of the most fun things about this series. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like. 
And that's that's one reason why I love Susan Erickson doing her on like the audiobooks because she's like got yes. that, like her tonality is down. She's just got it like Absolutely. Like I don't I don't actually know that I could handle an in-death movie unless the actress can sound like Susan Erickson right? doing Eve. Yes. <laughs> this is this it's is absolutely. strictly vocal work I'm talking about. But seriously, I'm just mm-hmm. like it's so good. And yeah, you can't you can't enjoy this stuff as much if they're not writing in character. And no, they're not gonna write as good as Nora, but Yeah. No, I know, agree. Right. You spend, you spend fifty plus books with these characters, you at least have an idea. You have an idea yeah. of what right. they're personalities are and how they talk and their speech patterns and everything else. And you sh- yeah, you should have an idea. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I feel that way about any fan fiction. Like Agreed. I said, right. not do stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to happen. Achieve your own yeah. end. It's just dumb. It's going to happen. Why? Again, Why? Yeah. Like, people that are reading these stories aren't going to like it. So... Are you doing it for well, your own amusement? I mean, you know, you say that, but I feel like fan fiction readers are notoriously easy to please. Yeah. D- depends, I'm sure. They really opinion. are. <laughs> Maybe. I yeah, felt like the, I feel like our writers on in death.net got overwhelmingly positive reviews all the time. Yeah. I think that our fandom was pretty accepting but of some not great stuff. Yeah. 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 There was some there were some pretty bad fix on our side. But like, <laughs> yeah. But like I'm currently because I'll get on like on some kind of like trend and I'm like, oh, this is what I'm reading now. This is what I'm reading right now. And recently I've been and I always come back to it because again, it's like my ultimate original fandom. But I was reading some Sherlock fan fiction. They are mm-hmm. brutal. You yeah, shit on that fan phone. On that, yeah, fandom. I, that I is not, intense. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, I was reading something that I was like, Sherlock. "This is actually really good." And yikes! I haven't ventured into Sherlock just for the simple fact that it. Yeah, I've heard so many Ooh, things about the fanfic. I'm like, eh, I don't know if I can handle that. But no, I just don't read the comments because I'm like. If I think it's good, I'll finish reading it. And if I think it's trash, I'll step out of it, you know? But yeah. But right. I I can't read some of the comments. The comments are either like really lame and you know, I just like the comments are boring, like this is good. Okay, that was helpful. Like non non-productive yeah. commentating at all. But like right. s- sometimes it's just really brutal, like you use the wrong form of this word. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that annoys me, but it happened once, yeah. and this chapter had 13,000 words. What? Like, right. you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. I, when people nitpick about that kind of thing, I'm like, Pitch you your know, battles. Yeah. I mean, I can see, like, I've had a few comments on my fix where, you know, somebody, <laughs> again, I was bagging on Sam a lot. Somebody was like, I don't know that, that Abby would really do that all that much. They got along pretty well. I'm like, yeah, but I hate her. So. <laughs> well, again, you, you know. But so then I was like, you, you're yeah. right. I should probably tone that down. Yeah. <laughs> so I know I said earlier, like, that I had that I had tried to write Harry Potter fan fiction. I couldn't tell you what it was about, anything about it. But one thing I can tell you about it is that I had written, it, again, I only wrote, like, two chapters. In it, I had 
said something about magic carpets. And in like the fourth book, they talk about how there's an embargo and they're not allowed right. in, they're not allowed in England or whatever. And in my chapter, I remember that I explained how they were like, I explained the whole reason why it was being discussed. I don't know why, like someone was trying, I don't, I honestly forget everything I'd written. All I know was something about magic carpets that I had sufficiently explained. And I got right. like, three comments and all of them were like, well, if you read the series, you know that magic carpets are banned <laughs> in England. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> and it would have been yeah. different had I like not explained it because that would have been a very pop, big problem. Yeah. But I right. didn't. Which again right. is one of my actual downfalls as a writer is that I'm like, oh my god, but what if this doesn't make sense? And then I'm just like, here's yeah, you gotta, paragraphs of exposition, and I'm like, <laughs> Tara, you I'm, don't need I'm that. writing exposition just to try to yeah. explain the things that I'm like, what if this doesn't make sense? Or I'm writing so much dialogue. <laughs> There's no between yeah yeah that like uh, we already talked about that and that tends to be my thing i just i just want to write the dialogue I, I, you know the other stuff is like i'm i'm too i, I guess add to like <laughs> do descriptions of people and whatnot but dialogue yeah. i can do all day I don't long. Do a lot of describing yeah because i figure <laughs> so i figure if you're reading fan fiction you know what these characters look like Right, but you introduce new characters and you have to describe oh, yeah. them, and I, you know, yeah. Which my original character looked like me, so <laughs> <laughs> just look at my picture, and that's all you need. Check me out as a description. Short and blonde. There you go. <laughs> I like I said, I, I didn't read fan fiction that much. There were a couple of fanfics on our site that, uh, and I, I mean, even hate to bring it up because it's like you can't read them yet. Right. And it feel, makes me feel bad. But there was one in particular that was my absolute favorite. And it was, I can't remember who did it, but do you remember the one where this person, because, um, you know, everybody was always saying, and probably still now always saying, like, how does Rourke have all this time to, like, you know, do his business and yeah, do the backstage? Yes. Yes. Oh God, I loved that one. Favorite. It was so good. He's got the pen. He's like, I'm always doing your shit. What the hell? Oh my God, that was the best. That was I bad. don't remember who wrote it either, but it was yeah. so good. So the premise of that one was we were we were seeing behind the scenes. So as if the book, what was happening in the story was happening like normally in the book. But then between times, they would be as if it was a play backstage and we were seeing like a curtain being pulled back and how they really were off page. Yeah. And how so they good. really were off page was Rourke was always stressed because <laughs> he was trying to do Eve stuff and his stuff too. It's so good. And it, the whole thing was just so well done. It was so good. And I will say that I do tend to gravitate to that kind of fan fiction yeah. where you've really kind of gone off the rails with something, yeah. but still, but it was still so true to the characters. Yeah. 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 But it was yeah, just such a, my favorites too. That was so it good. It was just I such a bonkers. The life of me who wrote that, um, but it was. Was it Stowe? Yes. It might have been Stowe. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think yep. it was Stowe. You're right. Yep. Mm. I have no idea mm -hmm. if I remember that probably because I loved it so much. It was so good. You know, was you can really take it out and uh, we'll read it on one of the <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. Because it yeah. wasn't very long. It was oh fairly short. It was pretty short. Yeah. So good. Yeah, yeah. I think that was one of the ones on the older um, 
site, so I can I may be able to find that one really. Yeah, really that easily. one was good. That was I love that one. Yeah. Um, and we've talked before about our our round robin fan fictions yes, on those site really too, fun. which were hilarious they every were. time we did them. They were ridiculous and hilarious um, and silly, yeah. and God, we had a blast with them. For for those who weren't members of indeath.net, so don't know what was going on, um, we would have we. I think it started. I want to say it started with the seventh anniversary so. yeah right around that um yeah we because, we, because we tried to work seven into every chapter we, we did that with every single one yeah but that but i remember specifically uh-huh. that one because i i was gonna get uh the movie seven reference in my chapter <laughs> and i managed to do it without anybody else doing it first so i was so excited oh and yeah and uh i i worked in that reference to uh, seven brides for seven brothers. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, remember uh, that. <laughs> I, they were the best to do. Cause yeah. Cause we would always have a theme and we would always work in the, the, the year of the anniversary. So that one was seven and the next one was eight. And yep. so we always tried to work in as many of those references as we possibly could. Yeah. Yeah, into the story and the best thing about those was they weren't trying to be serious quote unquote if you could say that about fan fiction they were not at all trying to be serious fan fictions because a lot of us were just what we what we would do just for purposes of backstory um we would decide on a theme somebody would start it and then we had a, a list of people who had volunteered to write and we would put them in order. You get the next scene, you get the next scene, you get the next one. And so the person, the first person would write their, um, their chapter, chapter one or whatever. The next person had 24 hours, I yep. think it was, yeah, hours. to write. Springboard to, off the previous chapter. And write a, a, a chapter of their own. And write a chapter of their own. But they had to still stay with the plot line that we had already. And, and the plot lines were always very loose. Oh yeah, and, and they were and laid they were out so ridiculous, like all of them. Yeah, we would lay them out kind of in the first chapter. The the person who wrote the first chapter had a lot of responsibility on their shoulders yeah. because they had to kind of lay Lani. out. She did a good job with that. Leilani did a fantastic she, yeah. job. Really and I, I have to say, I I miss Leilani. I don't know where she is right now. But I don't I, either. I, I miss her really too. Miss she, Hope you're she doing was, okay if you're out there listening to us. Yeah, yes. you know, contact us. Please, if yeah. you're out there. Oh my God, Leilani. Leilani was talking yeah. Battlestar Galactica with you. I know it. She was fantastic, and she did write those first chapters, and they laid out the whole storyline, or they they really did a, a good job laying out the storyline, and then everybody would go from there. But yeah, there were so many times when somebody would write something just completely bonkers before I had to write something. And then I'd be like, well, what the fuck am yeah, I supposed like, to hell? do? Like, I don't know, you know what I'm going to do here. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody would take a complete turn. You were like, uh, what? Yeah, what just you happened? Know? I don't understand. And then it would be, and then it usually was up to Leilani to bring it back. He, she yeah. usually wrote the last yeah, chapter. Yeah, because we always also. had, whoever wrote the first chapter, they also wrote the last chapter. So they kind of had to yeah. wrap everything up. So, yeah. yeah. Every time, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, where I did you guys go with this? <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, it was a trip. But they it came so out. They were, they were so year. hilarious. We had such a blast with it. Yeah. And um, there actually is one that I have. Um, that I have in a, in a doc, in a word doc 
Yeah. The, our, the last one we did was our 15th anniversary one, and we, we dedicated it to uh, Nancy, who Nancy. Mm-hmm. was a longtime member of our uh, board who had who died that year. Yeah. So we dedicated it to her. And um, it's it's a great it's a great fan fiction. You know, I, I just love those because, again, you know, they were just so bonkers. Yeah, they were. Just, they were completely bonkers, but they were so much fun. And and I, I didn't have my same uh, fan fiction anxiety with those because I just knew they were written to be bonkers. Yeah, nobody so cares. I just yeah. like everything. I didn't really care. Yeah, nobody so. got upset if things kind of went off the rails. We just kind of brought it back in and we're like, okay, whatever. I don't remember. What yeah. one was it? There was one where I think somebody made Jenkinson gay. <laughs> or something. And I don't we're all that, like, but, yeah. we're dead, but we just rolled with it. We were we were all just right. like, oh, all right, cool. Like yeah, I mean, and she was right. She's like, you know, out of all these characters, you know, one of them's gotta be gay statistically. You know? And well, at least yes. <laughs> you know, so yeah, and we were all like, All right, cool. Jenkinson's yeah. gay, I take that. I mean, I'm fine with that. Sure. But it was just like kinda out of nowhere. We're all like, oh, all right, cool. Because <laughs> they were at a they were at a baseball game or something, and he was there with a yeah, partner. Okay, yeah, I kind of yeah. remember that. Yeah, and we're all bit, like, yeah. oh, all right, awesome. Jenkinson's got a boyfriend. I love it. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Why not? Yeah. So I mean, it, in that way, fan fiction has just been so fun for me. Yeah. Know, yeah. To be a part sure. of, and um, gosh, I wish. AO3 would hurry up and right get them all out there get them all out there because I, I I miss having them you know we had I'm gonna go ahead and say we had over 200 almost 300 oh yeah I bet you off I bet the top of my head that yeah yeah fan fictions um yeah and some of them were just were were good we're just really 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 good and oh, yeah. um, some were really horrible and some yeah. were terrible, but some were well, really Put those up there too. Whatever. Yeah. Put those up there too. And um, so ob- obviously once we get the word that they had, they are finished with that process of importing. I think we're on a list that they had a ton of yeah. people. Yeah. They've got a ton, a ton of ton. fandoms that, that wanted to be imported and we were on that list and yeah. one thing happened and, you know, they got derailed. And so they're back on track now, I, yeah. I believe. And they said they, yeah, they had a whole, like the whole site got shut down for some reason. And yeah, it was nothing got lost or anything, but it was, yeah, there was kind of a big mess for a while. Yeah. yeah. I think they told me one of their developers uh, was unable to do it anymore or right um, something. So that's why it got uh, postponed. But right. uh, for now, you can go to AO3 right now and read my fan fiction. You sure can. And part of mine, which I'll get up later. And part of Jen's, <laughs> she'll finish up. it later. And uh, I'm going to have to go see if I can find some of Tara's. Uh, <laughs> if you happen to come across my other ones in there, you can send them. Oh, I, yours too. definitely would be in there, yeah. yeah. Um, and I just. One you know. was. One was home and the other one was uh, camping. <laughs> yeah, Tara likes yeah. home. Yeah. Yeah, camping yeah. was one of my. I think camping was one of the first ones I read too. <laughs> I just remember there were a lot of there were a lot of comments on them trying to have sex on the air mattress. I remember that. 
<laughs> I I definitely was tentative to start reading the fan fiction because I knew that once I started, I wouldn't stop and I knew I would read everything. And then I was like, well, some of this is not great. But, yeah. But I did get to read a lot of good stuff. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of good stuff there. I want yeah, to say so. Camping or Vacation was one of the first ones I read. And then Harmony was literally one of my favorites. I've read that one a couple times, AJ. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, Jen's, uh, I think Vacation was like one of the top read fan fictions Aww, yes. on the site. That makes me feel fuzzy. Statistically. Oh, yeah, there was like a, there was like a, a hit counter or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. Like noting some of the things that were top hit counters. And I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> some of those were great though. I had a lot of yeah. smut in mind, so that could be why. I, you know, actually didn't think that I'd put any smut in mine. And oh, there was then, fun years. Yeah, I know. I read it. I was like, oh, I did put some smut in my own. I don't know. I forgot. I remember that. Yeah. I wrote it and then immediately forgot it. But smut's hard. I love I it. I mean, for me, I don't know about you, but smut's hard for me. You know? It's not even a thing I would ever attempt. Yeah. No, I, well, it makes me laugh because, you know, I got, I send my chapters and stuff to my beta, my beta readers now and my one my one Mindy, she's like, um, there was no smut in this. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to have sex every chapter, man. What's the, point? What's, what's the point of reading it? If they're like, oh, like, they do have actual <laughs> lives to live. They're doctors and they have a child and, you know, like, yeah, they're not going to just be banging all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah, especially now with a child, you're right. Yeah. So um, this probably has nothing to do with fan fiction, but let's try to tie it to fan fiction. Um, A couple people this week asked the same question because I I think there are two different people. Maybe it's the same person, different handles. Who knows? Who knows? Um, And I guess that this could end up being a fan fiction sometime for somebody if we're, you know, telling people what we would like to read in the future. So somebody asked, and I want to say it's Yvonne, but I could be wrong. Somebody asked about Rourke's first name. And that's a um, common question that comes up. That is a very common a question. Yes. Did Rourke have Patrick Rourke's first name? I don't think and so. he rejected it. You're saying no. It. I don't think he knew personally. I think I do think that his mother probably gave him that name or another name. It would make sense. Yes. But I don't know that he knew what his actual name was because his father, it's made very clear that his father never called him by his name. He called him boy. It was made clear in recent books. So, I mean, we, and we've talked about this before too, of of Nora, maybe like getting a lot of questions about a a particular thing and then just writing something that we're pretty sure. Yeah, that we're pretty sure is was meant to be like, right. no, I'm going to stop. Yeah. But I kind of always question. felt that way. I, I kind of always felt that, you know, no, he's just Rourke. He doesn't. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm with you in that. I think that his mom gave him a name. I, yeah, I, yeah. Whether yeah. or not it was, it was Patrick Rourke's name. And, uh, okay, here's a theory I'll put out. Um, I, by the time she had Rourke, I, I, I imagine that she already knew who Patrick Rourke was. 
you know, the kind of man he was. The kind of man he was. Right. So maybe, maybe she didn't would, give him that name. Would she have named him that? I Maybe not. Maybe and not. maybe, you know, would she have named him after her father? Could be. And I That's don't know what her possible. father's name is. I'll have to look it up in the wiki, but, you know, yeah. um, or after one of her brothers or, yeah. you know, um, I think you had a name. Or really but, any name, period. Any name, yeah. period. But yeah, um, I, I don't, like I said, I don't think he knew. I, you know, what his actual name was. Yeah. I mean, mean, come portrait when he looks at his birth certificate up, which he said he'd never done before. um, He knew that. He probably knew then because, yeah, I think his mother gave him a name, but I don't think he ever used it. I don't think he's ever, you know, even pre-Eve, I don't think he used it. Right, because I agree with you that... Um, I think she's made it obvious that that Patrick Rourke never used Rourke's yeah, first name, never right. called him anything. So, I mean, he wouldn't have known it. And so all of his friends would probably have just called him Rourke. Right. From, you know, the time he was small. So um, yeah. we can't say for sure. The only person yeah. that can say for sure is Nora it, and she's not saying. Not. And she's not saying. Exactly. So, um, I mean, it's a it's a direct parallel to Eve creating Eve Dallas out of no name. Right. And that's, right. that's the entire point. So yeah. I don't even know that I want to know. No, no, neither. There's really no there's, reason for there's it. There's no reason for it. There's no clean way that I can think of. Obviously, if Nora decides to, she will have a beautiful way that she shows us this information. But like, I don't right. think there's a, a reason or a clean way to be like, also, by the way, this was actually Rourke's name. Also, how would anyone know? Because if... Rourke's mother never went back to her family. Who would know his name? Patrick Rourke right. would have known it, but fuck him. So I don't. I don't know. I I think it's yeah. beautiful. It's like because it's a beautiful parallel to Eve's. You know, Eve being literally never named and given never. everything when she right. you know like and building that character because it's not the same story, but it's it they complement each other. No, I agree completely. But it is but it yeah. is a, definitely a valid question. Oh yeah, I mean like I yeah. said it's been that's been a yeah, question in the fandom for it's years. It's come up a lot. It comes up and all the time. Actually that was Alyssa Sargent that asked that. Sorry Alyssa. So okay. that was her question. So I mean I hope we answered it the best we can. Yeah. Or at least gave some some uh, food for thought on that question. Heidi so, was very excited for this episode, by the way. I, yes, um, Heidi was very she excited was very, for this she, episode. She was on Twitter about it. And, you know, hopefully we, we uh, <laughs> hopefully yes. she's not disappointed. Yes. If we didn't mention something that you thought we should have mentioned or talked about something that you thought we should have talked about. Definitely. Tell let us. us know because I feel like we can definitely revisit this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, if we're going to be reading something. <laughs> Yeah, we had another comment from Penn who said, I started reading one fanfic, but it wasn't finished. I was so sad. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Yeah, me too. I hate that. I hate when it's not finished. If right. it was like yeah. recently updated, I might consider. Yeah, that they're still working on it. But and, if it was yeah. from like yeah. 2013 and no one's updated it, I'm like, well, I'm not even going to do this to myself. Right, right, exactly. right. I feel like that's mostly the comments that we've gotten. Um, uh, you know, Born Truly Canadian says her husband says that for as much as she reads the, she should have written her own book by now. And I feel like, <laughs> why not? Go yeah. for it. Go for it. 
you start with fanfic. That's what we're saying. Start with fanfic. Like we said, it's a good way to cut your teeth and, you know, you might find you have a great talent for it. Yeah, you just never know. I guess the last thing we should do then on this podcast is say that we've discussed it, all three of us, and we all three want to work together on a fan fiction that you, the listeners, will decide what is in the fan fiction. So what we want you to do is suggest plot lines, uh, suggest something that you want to see written about in a fan fiction, um, whatever you want to suggest, throw suggestions out there and we'll come up with a fan fiction and we'll write a fan fiction on AO3 that you can read and hopefully will be entertaining. I'm <laughs> hoping we'll just see. It'll be great. Uh, but uh, so that should be fun. So make sure that you suggest something to us. Um, and we as you know, you all can your suggestions and just milk them all together. Throw them all in there. Yeah. <laughs> throw as many suggestions as you possibly can. And we will work every single one in there. It'll be. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. So it, no, <laughs> nope. it would not be the first time. Nope. <laughs> you can do it. You can absolutely do it. Yeah. And maybe since this is the 21st episode, then we put in references to 21. To 21. <laughs> Just for old time's sake, let's put in yes, references yes. to 21. Let's do it. That'll be fun. Every chapter. I've already got a couple in my head. Oh my God. I, that's like a thing I have to research. I'm not cool like that. <laughs> Well, the first one that popped into my head, it's just... You can say it and I'll just cut it out. Huh? You can say it and I'll just cut it out. It's 20... um, What's 21 Jump Street? Oh! (laughs) That would be fantastic. I mean, come on. You got it. I am am going to claim... um, The original series, not the stupid movie. (laughs) Right. Yeah, Johnny Depp and Richard Grieco, baby. Uh, I'm going to claim the 21 gun salute. Oh, there we go. Nice. I'm not going to claim um, anything right now. I will just have to do some extensive research. Wait. Um. So yeah, that should be fun. So I'm looking forward to seeing what you know. Everybody, hopefully, people will give us some good suggestions, and I'm looking forward to hearing what you would all suggest for us to write as yes. a fan. And as you know, you can give us those suggestions by emailing us at show at podcastanddeath.com or on our website, there is a contact us form. Uh, so you can fill that out and uh, that would be podcastanddeath.com. Go to the contact us. Uh, you can send your suggestions in by um, going to Twitter, podcast and death on Twitter or Instagram or even calling the number, which is 205-476-2753. That's 205-476-2753. That spells out 2054-ROARC with an E on the end. See, this will be the perfect reason to call the number. Y'all. Perfect reason to call the number because then you can tell us you can tell your own us. words exactly what you would like us to write in our fan I fiction. really want somebody to call that damn number. Yeah. <laughs> One day, Come on, people, do it. One day, people will call that number, and you know, call the number and tell us your in-depth origin story because you know, yeah, we'd like to hear that too. 
or tell us what your favorite book is or really call the number just because nobody has because we want you to it would be so fun it would be fun um so i think that's it for this for this episode unless you guys have something else that we didn't cover i don't think so i think we got it all in (laughs) i got my rant about out of character writing and that's that was the main thing right don't be an (laughs) asshole right out of character and Baxter is a New Yorker, not an old Baxter Southern New Yorker. So don't write yeah. him that way. Well, he's a New Englander, according to my fix. But <laughs> <laughs> there's Baxter a reason for that. He's not a New Englander, but okay. Um, you know, it's it's fan fiction, so exactly. I guess we all just have to calm exactly. down. If somebody wants to write Baxter that way, that's fine. I'll just I, assume I that he got hit on the head or he something. He's in New York for a long time. He's still a New yeah. Yorker. That's what I didn't grow up in New York. All right. So I think that's it for this episode. And next episode is uh, Loyalty. Yes. Correct. I got to get my ass off. Even though I started reading (laughs) Judgment. You started reading Judgment. Yeah. I haven't even started reading it yet. So, yeah, we're doing great, guys. Right. So it's actually Loyalty. So I'll have to start reading that. And uh, after that, we're not sure. We'll we'll figure something else out. Uh, But... That's it for this episode of Podcast in Death. Uh, so I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This podcast and all of our previous podcasts are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Twitter and Instagram. But no, we don't have a Facebook page. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-4-ROARK. That's 205, the number 4, ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slant you to you. <laughs>